What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural episode of Tax Talk. I'm your host, Jared Pallon, and this podcast is going to be focused on one thing, small businesses, specifically looking at major issues impacting small businesses, and more importantly, finding solutions to those issues. It's one thing to complain, get frustrated. It's a whole nother thing to get out there and actually provide some solutions that help business owners, help families, and help people move with their uh, lives and push forward. So without further ado, let's get episode number one underway. Let's go. talking about today. Are you tracking your cash flow? Did a little bit of research in conjunction with the blog post that is associated with this. I'll put the uh, link to that in the description below. 82%. Pretty high number. That is the number of businesses, according to recent research, that end up failing due to cash flow issues. That is a huge number of businesses. Now, I don't know, the articles that I looked up didn't specifically say if that was kind of, you know, taking into consideration the last couple of years due to government policies kind of impacting that. I know in the past I'd seen, you know, around 50 to 60%, so maybe it's a bit higher based on what's happened over the last couple of years with lockdown policies in place. But nonetheless, even if we're sitting at 50 to 60%, we're talking a good number of businesses here that need to pay attention to their cash flows. It is vital to the business surviving. You know, you could run into all sorts of issues in a number of different industries, but cash flow is definitely one that will impact you no matter what uh, business that you decide to open or what, uh, you know, line of work that you're in. So with that being said, we're gonna look at five big tips that uh, business owners should take on and some things that you can do to, to manage your cash flow and to better prepare your business for some of those tough times because we all know for the last couple of years that they are bound to happen. So, number one, do you have a budget? I know most people don't like doing budgets. They're tedious, they're boring, they're time consuming, they're not a lot of fun, but they're important. And if you check out that blog post, put on a little uh, snippet of a cash flow statement there and it kind of highlights some of the the areas that make up a cash flow statement and the first one simply being net income so most business owners are fairly familiar with that statement they know the ins and outs of you know the revenue and their expenses and basically what their bottom line is but Do you have a budget in place to manage that net income? Are you 
tracking your expenses on a you know a monthly or a quarterly basis to ensure you know you're meeting the targets that you lay out for yourself you know what happens if supplier prices go up you know is that reflected in your outgoing pricing then these are all things that you know might sound small in and themselves but they can really add up and have a big impact on your net income and your bottom line and that number one aspect of that cash flow statement and your overall cash flows so if you haven't put a budget into place i suggest you have a look at that it doesn't need to be you know overly complex you know you could work off some existing reports that you know maybe your financial uh, bookkeeping system already prepares that way you're not having to rewrite the whole uh, script on things but putting something into place that you can monitor on a regular basis is going to give you that feedback that you need to ensure that your business is on the right footing so number two are you protecting your credit so a lot of times when business owners start to struggle as far as cash flow goes they tend to start pushing payments back you know a supplier will give them 60 days so they push that to the brink that doesn't give them the lead time that they're looking for so then maybe they start making some late payments Maybe they start missing some CRA remittance payments, specifically payroll. What happens then? Well, you don't pay your suppliers, they stop giving you goods. Stop paying CRA, they start charging some fairly significant penalties. And as this kind of starts to snowball out of control, your credit goes down the tubes. And I think in today's age, you know, trust, credibility, credit, all kind of tied together. And if that takes a hit, your business is gonna take a hit and it can be really difficult to recover from that. So what do you do? Cash is tight, you owe the supplier some money, you know, CRA payments are coming due. You can live off of, you know, maybe short-term lines of credit, that type of thing, but Obviously, that's not a long-term solution. You need to be proactive and make sure that you're communicating with your partners. You know, let your suppliers know that you're gonna be late making some payments. Maybe you can negotiate some different terms, add on a little bit of interest. Maybe you can bide yourself a little bit of time in a tight period. And that way you can kind of revisit things and make some adjustments going forward to to preserve that cash flow. But by doing that, you've taken those steps initially to protect those relationships to allow you to continue that business onwards. Number three, when was the last time you counted inventory? Now I know what you're gonna say, I provide a service, I don't really have any inventory. But that's not the case either. You know, everybody's got office products. Everybody's got some sort of consumables, um, small tools. You know, every business has some sort of little item that they keep on hand that they need, you know, 
regardless of what line of work you're in. And if you're not keeping track of these things, they tend to get lost. You know, you might have a whole bunch of them on hand, you just don't know it. And then you keep buying new ones just because you're unorganized and you can't find anything. And all these little things, you know, they start to add up. And if you had that budget early on, you might be able to start seeing these things. You have a bit of a baseline set up that says, okay, these are the office products I need. This is the fuel I need. This is, you know, whatever it is. And then if you start seeing that things are, you know, not lining up, well, maybe it's time to take a look at some of the processes in place in your business and make sure that you're being accountable to yourself, your employees are being accountable, and you're keeping track of what's going on. And this is even more important if you are in the goods business, you know, if you're selling widgets or whatever the case might be, if you've got materials, inventory on hand that you need to mark up, sell to customers, you need to have a good idea of what's going on there. You know, for some businesses, this is, you know, a manual process. Um, you know, maybe it's a smaller business, not a whole lot of things go in and out, but then it's, you know, the flip side, you get in into retail or, you know, restaurants, something to that nature. And, you know, you need to keep a tight track on these things to ensure that, you know, you're hitting your margins and you're not letting too much, you know, either go to waste or if something maybe does become obsolete, that you're hitting it right at that right point where you can put it onto discount, get it out on clearance, as opposed to just letting it go right into the scrap heap. At least you're recovering something on it and, you know, not taking a full on loss. So always keep those things in mind when you're dealing with consumables or inventory, anything of that nature. Number four, where are your reserves? Like I mentioned earlier, if we've learned anything for the last couple of years, government policy can really shift business expectations like that. You know, you might be going along, things are good, industry stable, economy's you know, reasonably good, but you're you're in a good line of work and, and the cash is flowing and then all of a sudden stop short. You know, if you're consistently planning for these highs, not expecting any of these cash lows, you're gonna run into problems. So that's why it's important to have some reserves on hand. And again, it kind of stems back to that, that early discussion. Again, with the budget, you know, if my cash flows are up here and then all of a sudden we've got a, a dip, you know, whether it's due to government policy, you know, whether we've got a recession coming in, whatever the case might be, maybe a supplier, you know, a customer can't pay us for a little while and that translates into a bit of a cash flow issue. You got to plan for these things. You know, it might not be practical to have six months cash on hand to cover expenses, but you know, maybe even start with one month and try and build up from there. You know, set some easy goals to obtain and then kind of build up from there. And then that way, you know, you've got a plan in place. If things get a little bit lean as far as cash goes, then you've, you've got a bit of a, a fallback instead of having to rely on, 
you know, strictly that line of credit uh, financing as interest rates go up, that short-term debt's gonna get a little bit more expensive than it was a couple of years ago. So, number five, who is your accountant? So typically with, you know, a standard financial statement that most businesses get, we don't even produce a cash flow statement. I know some bookkeepers will kind of go down that road with clients, but that would probably be a more, you know, involved bookkeeper. And I don't think that situation happens all the time. So I'm guessing for most business owners that cash flow statement, it's just never seen. So with the financials, gets done by our office once a year. We could do that cash flow statement once a year, but does it provide you with a whole lot of value? It's debatable. To me, the value in the cash flow statement stems from looking at it on a regular basis. Maybe monthly is a little bit too much for your operation, but quarterly could be something you shoot for even semi-annually to start with. And then that way you can start to see some of these trends of, you know, maybe there's a bit of seasonality to the business or there's just certain periods of time where, you know, revenues are flowing a little better. Maybe collections are a little bit easier to come by and you can start to predict things a little bit better. And, you know, all tie back into that budgeting process and just being able to see that whole picture. So that would be something to kind of keep in mind. If, if you've kind of got your business on a good track and you wanna start exploring some other options for, you know, preserving your cash flow, maintaining, you know, some of that hard earned wealth that you've worked to create in that business, it's to, you know, implement some of these cash flow ideas to, uh, to better protect yourself. So in closing, just wanna throw out this abbreviated quote. I believe it comes from Benjamin Franklin that it says, uh, the only thing certain in life are death and taxes. And if you kind of think about it, cash flow issues are similar, but there is one saving grace. If you take the time to prepare your business, to plan ahead, to implement some of these ideas, you can take steps to preserve your cash flows and avoid becoming one of those statistics that end up in the 82% category. Need someone to help you out with this? Feel free to give me a call, 403-343-7707, or reach out to me on my website, jaredpalon.com, and I'd be happy to you know, discuss your specific business situation with you, what we can do to manage your cash flows and preserve your wealth. Hope you guys uh, got some good value from this initial podcast episode. Hope to talk soon. Peace for now.